on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at Reyes Mezcaleria. With the James Beard Foundation people eating all the food. Is that why you got a beer? I'm so drunk. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm that kid on that TV show you liked when you were younger that grew up to be really, really hot. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. What show's that? Like Rugrats or something? <laughs> Captain Planet. Oh, yeah. all right. Heart. That was me. Heart? He has, he has the worst power <laughs> out of all of them. He does have the... But he unites all of them. It's true. You can't have Captain Planet without Heart. He becomes a Well, you can't have Captain Planet without any of them. You need all of them to be Captain Planet. You do. I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right. Uh-huh. Uh, tonight, John, we are hanging out in the North Quarter. We are. Uptown, the sure. nerds call it, uh, at Reyes Mez Caleria. And we're, we're, we were treated to the James Beard Foundation's Taste America event. I feel like there was an accident. Like they 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 accidentally <laughs> invited us. Somebody told them we were a big deal or something. I'm wearing a friggin' suit almost here. I, <laughs> I'm wearing pants and shoes. I know. And I know. Socks. Yeah. And like, like we look nice. Yeah. And we're like the knows. most underdressed here. There, there are some very fancy. It's, a fan, it's the people. best looking crowd we've ever been to. <laughs> Including Rachel's. Including Rachel's. <laughs> they weren't even dressed. <laughs> no, we're having fun here. They're they're doing a dinner. The James Beard Foundation. Uh, they do. A, they're known for rating restaurants, yeah. handing out awards to amazing restaurants. And after the pandemic, they ha- they have this tour. Uh, where they go around the country and, and highlight really cool restaurants. And, and they, they raise money for something. They do. Well, 60% of the tickets that they, that they they from the ticket money they raise tonight is going to go back to Reyes. Awesome. Yeah. And then the other part is going to go to... Uh, like up-and-coming chefs, right? Yeah. Like they have their own... To the foundation where they actually help up-and-coming chefs. Yeah. And I think they actually had a, like, a little relief program too, John, uh, that's came out of the pandemic to help people all right support and we, it's so fun we've already had one round of food the we appetizer did. was fantastic and uh we'll see what what is to come i didn't even read ahead of time to see what they're i didn't even with. look i'm just gonna be surprised when it gets here and yeah. I'm, I'm actually like I'm a grinder date yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm hoping that uh maybe some orlando chefs will be honored from some james beard awards one day Has never happened never happened but the fact that they came here and they chose Reyes is yeah. just really interesting. And Chef Wendy Connor, uh, Wendy Lopez. Lopez. Oh my gosh, uh, who's Wendy Connor? I I don't know. That's it somebody. sounds like somebody. Yeah, Wendy yeah. Williams is on a talk show. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Lopez uh, is great. She actually she works with Good Salt Restaurant Group, so she has influence over some of the top restaurants in town. What uh, Reyes, Sato Sushi, Monroe, the Monroe, which just opened. We love there. We just recorded there recently. Yes, we did. So yeah, no, we're really excited. John, what was your week like? I was gone, so I want to I want to give were? a shout out last week. John Rife uh, somehow somehow replaced me for one week, although impossible. Impossible. Better looking man than I am. God, like it's okay. You can say it. He's so hot. <laughs> I do. This. I'm like, I know he's hot. I I have a long standing uh-huh. crush on you John. Stared Rife at him the whole time, the entire time. Yeah, and he. He was a cheerleader in college, and he backpacked in Australia, so I know he's touched a pecker or two, you know. <laughs> so there's this thing that's deep inside of me, and I'm just like, maybe one day 
I could get John Rafe drunk and he'll let me, you know, touch his chest or something. <laughs> he'll show me his nipples. There's, uh, like, there's like just the, the hope is last alive. Last week was your chance. Did it work? No. No. No, it didn't. All right. Well, anyway, I want to thank him for, for taking over while I was out of town. I was actually in Canada, your home <laughs> country. Like, screw you. I was up in Montreal. I haven't been able to go home for two years. I'm waiting on my passport trying to get back home to go see everybody. Well, they don't want and you, you it sounds like. It sounds like Canada. haphazardly threw a dart at your globe and you got to go to Canada. Well, my sister lives in Toronto. That's nice. So I went and saw her, too. And Montreal. Yeah, we went to Montreal. But you really, didn't go really to the time. strippers. I did not. No Which, time. That is insane to me. I'm sorry. Everybody knows you go see the Ripper. Uh, I don't know. Is that a... a that's what you call like a stripper. A, like That's a what you call a stripper. Part of the stripper? Or? No. That, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a snapper. That's what they used to call it. Um, are we going to have to bleep that out? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're all right. The line's flowing here. Um, I used to take the Greyhound, John, when I, as soon as I turned 18, because the drinking age in, in Quebec is 18. It is. And I would take the Still Greyhound. Is. 14 hours on the Greyhound to go to oh my gosh. And I would go and just party. Yeah. You know, sleep with old men. Yeah. Some old ladies. <laughs> okay. You know, just go to the bars. I hung out at a casino. Yeah, nice. it's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I didn't have a ton of time there, but nope. I had some smoked meats. I had some bagels. It was great. I had some smoked meats. I'm and sure bagels. you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, How was your birthday. week? How was your week? My birthday. Oh, it was your birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. On Halloween. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Uh, Saturday, we 39. Went, we're both 39. I know. We both are. babies. That's right. Um, yeah, it was fun. I had a great time. We I, I went out to the Thornton Park event on the Saturday, um, right downtown, and that the street party. They had asked me to MC it or to judge it, and I was like, ah, no. And then I ended up going and had a great time. Um, Paul from Eola Wine and his wife did a wonderful job hosting John, and uh, and my costume was fantastic. I looked really good. I was a space cowboy girl. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a rough day the next day? Oh, I woke up blue. Oh, like I couldn't, my fingernails still have blue on. They do. I they're do. stained. I can't get it I out. I thought you look. You kind of look. Isn't there a character on Pee Wee's Playhouse that's all blue in the? Oh, TV? like a genie or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did have some genie okay. energy. I all also right. kind of looked like that. The girl that's cut in half in Beetlejuice in the yes, waiting room. Yeah, and that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I looked He's hot, though. He's touching her leg. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's a funny there part. There was something about it. I just kept, every time I caught a reflection, I was like, damn, I am good looking. Uh. <laughs> I look so good blue. I need to keep this up. Yeah? Yeah, it'll happen again, even though it was very hard to get off the pillow. <laughs> um... Yeah, little little and, and rough and went downtown to the beach while I was gone. Well, they had shootings. They had two shootings yeah. on, was it Halloween? It was Halloween night. Yeah, Sunday. The well, Sunday or the I Saturday? I don't know if it was overnight it was, Saturday or Sunday. I don't I don't, anyway, they had one shooting at Orange and Central, right? Right. Kind of near Wall Street. Yes. And then another one over by Persimmon Hollow, like yeah. Robinson and Lake Eola. Which is over where we were. Unrelated, the, apparently. Which is such a... Not the first this people year. People died or injured? Injured. All, yeah. all non-life-threatening injuries. But it's not the first kind of shooting in downtown Orlando, there have been several homicides this year. I think I saw it on CNN. It's been wild, though. They got picked up by, like, major networks. Well, I mean, two shootings on one night, seven people hurt, Halloween, all, like, young, too. Like, yeah. everybody was in their teens. In the magical, most magical place on earth. There's something about these young kids, man. 
and anger issues. Easy access to guns. With easy access to guns. Like, they are not having it. And these online feuds that have just been bubbling up through the pandemic, uh, there's no joke. They're really coming for each other. And, like, the Chief Rolone, he had a press conference the next day, I think Monday. Rolone. And, uh, you know, it's hard because, like, there is police downtown. It's not like these just happen and nobody's around. I think he had said in the press conference, like, we had police, like, right there. You and they still shoot. And, like, you can't. How do you care. stop that? I don't care. And they're allowed to hold guns. These kids are allowed to have guns. It's like. Well, no, no. They're not. They're not legally allowed to. Why? Because they're under 18. Oh. Yeah. yeah they're, oh, they were under 18? Yeah. They were, like, 16 and 13 or something like that. It was real young. But there was, like, a 25-year-old in there. I don't yeah, know. I didn't just see all the talking ages. things out. You know? But, like, so, Brendan, like, how do you. Because this is. It doesn't look good. Like. Whether or not they're well, isolated. Well, incidents. that's why the city's cracking down on street parties. But, but this is and, their and whole discussion all along, John, has been these crowds of people connect to violence. And, and I have poo-pooed it every time I hear it. And then this is the first major confluence of people we've had downtown with drinking. But and not, there's two shootings. But not. But but and, and Chief Alone made a point, and it's a good point. There's two things he said. First of all, these shootings aren't happening in clubs. So there's something to be said about that. Like people aren't going into the club to shoot people. Right. Well, that's why they get a little street party. Up. But then, there. but then on the reverse side, uh, they had um, the the immersed. That's why they're there. There was a immersed two weeks ago. Thousands of people downtown mm-hmm. and the, and street parties. As the merman in the dumpster, <laughs> uh-huh. I can honestly tell you, yeah, the Saturday night, yes. felt a little violent. Okay, there were people getting hauled away left, right, and center. There were, you know, like homeless people who had been there all day, feeling like they were in a, in a music festival all yeah, day. But no shooting. Went overstimulated with crazy. <laughs> Which I don't know if that should be your but your no uh, your bar. I left early because I didn't want to be around it. But uh, it felt it felt but, like there but, could be a shooting. Like I said during his press conference, he said, you know, look, we had thousands of people downtown. Yes, there's going to be incidents, but we yeah. had nothing major. So so it's not because there's a lot of people. It's not because they're in the club. So where is the – like, how do you fix that, though? Because if you're the mayor, if you're Mayor Dyer – That's a culture. You, you don't want – There's a you, culture with these – with – there's a certain culture. And I'm not – and I'm not talking about a race. I'm not talking about a people. I'm talking about there is a culture of guns uh-huh. no, where that's people true. see that as a solution. And then it's also not just a solution – but that it's just okay to have it and that you should have it and you should protect yourself. I just watched this Netflix movie last night with, uh, um, it was all people of color. It was amazing. Is, uh, the Harder They Fall? Yeah, The Harder yeah. They Fall. So there's a, there's another movie like that from the 70s about Jamaica and reggae oh, music. and Absolutely loved this it. This is like right? a Western though, right? Western, uh-huh. all major people of color, uh, you know, BIPOC actors, like the guy from, uh, and I love him, I mean, it's escaping me, um, who was just in the, um, Cthulhu show. You know what I'm talking about? No. What show? Cth- like about Cthulhu. Um, I don't wrote, know. Who wrote? Uh, I'm, I'm still watching Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little behind on things. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm just saying there, there was like this Wild West thing, and they're all just, like the way they were shooting each other it was so gangster. It was so hot. Uh-huh. Like they were into it. And then I caught myself, and I was like, oh my God, all these kids are watching this stuff. And they're going to be seeing these guys but shooting these guns, walking around, swaggering with their chaps and stuff, riding their horses. It was so cool. If somebody shows up downtown like, with a horse and their, and their firearm, we might have another issue. We talked about those. We talk, 
I'm in. I love an urban cowboy. Yeah. When we were talking about the uh, the rappers not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, right. Which which I was completely oblivious. Orlando based rappers. I think I think some of it's like millions not your world. of followers. Oh yeah. Millions yeah. of followers, and they're and in their videos, they are literally showing tables full of illegal narcotics uh-huh. and guns. Yeah. And then they're sharing that on YouTube, and there are millions of people watching it. Oh yeah. And you cannot tell me that those kids aren't hyped up enough to be packing everywhere they go. I agree. No, I right? agree. And, and once again, that's not a world I live in. So I don't live in the world where I feel like I need to carry a fire. But we live in I that go. world. We are, are exactly no. in that world. It's here in Orlando. And it's, so no, no, and we're always shocked I mean. and surprised when it happens. But I don't feel like but I'm like, in danger everywhere I go, where some people do. I don't feel in danger, but I am aware that I that these things are happening around me. And yeah. so when I saw the shooting there, I was literally around the corner in Thornton Park, you know, partying my, my butt off yeah. as a space cowboy. And I wasn't surprised. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. And that's so sad. And, then, and like, like I said, I said this earlier, like, I don't know the solution. The solution, I mean, the solution is, you know, nobody's allowed to have a firearm downtown. No, the solution, that's not going to happen. That's not a solution. That's a, your, your, uh, a salute. The solution is, you know, a societal shift away from thinking that that's a way to go. Okay. Or, or, but, but you can't do that. But that's you not something that. the chief you or the mayor solve, can do by themselves. No, you can't solve for that. The only way you can solve for that is trying to increase empathy and build bridges in community. That's the only way that you could like long time solve uh-huh. those issues. And I don't or you somehow discourage the people who would most likely carry firearms downtown to come downtown. Right. But and then you're just going to shift the violence somewhere else. But I don't and if that happens, they don't care because it's going to go to places that like because it's not downtown, right? They're that like, might be true. And they're like, "Good. It just goes back to where it was before, yeah. you know, holding but heights." But, but like guns, alcohol, I people just made up holding heights on some <laughs> But all that together is is a bad combination of things. Anyway, we should move on to our next well, one more thing. All right. Cuz they just came up what's the equity? The equity position you know yeah. at city hall and it's all about you know increasing that oh you say just i mean that person's been in there for a while right a couple of years right yeah yeah so but that doesn't solve anything because they're also what they're working on are policies and things that shift the way the city interacts w- with their staff and their policies and that's great but then what are the public facing policies that can shift with that position too right what are the ways that we can have a built environment uh that makes people feel safer and less likely to shoot each other what's what are like those are the missing pieces that we're having are some like very progressive public facing things Uh and and what i'm seeing are are is the city pulling away from more of those patterns you know like the the ride share programs going away the the public restroom things going away um the the food trucks on the street you know you're taking away these things that make people happy and, and, and keep them in a state of mind that makes them less likely to hurt each other. Yeah. Right? I don't, like I said, I don't know. I don't know the answer to all that. I don't know and, I, and, and if I did, I wouldn't be here on a podcast with you. I guess you got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't? I would. No, I would. Let's find out. Let's, I'd be interested to see how other cities have handled it when it's happening. Like, we're not in, like, open gang warfare, but what is what happens? What is this missing piece to make people not want to shoot each other. I don't know. I don't know either. 
but someone must have done it. Local election results are in. Commissioner Stewart beat uh, beat out Nicolette yeah, Springer. Like three votes to two votes, right? Like nobody voted, right? Is that? I didn't really. <laughs> They're not very the many people. I mean, local elections on off years they rarely generate a lot of buzz. I guess it's just such a shame. It is. I mean, it's, it's going to be easy. his last time though. Running is what he he told oh, really? people. Yeah. It's an easy thing to say, well, you guys should all go vote. Like, I don't know, people just don't get excited for local elections on off years. Uh, everybody but, but got everybody in got back in. Yeah. All the incumbents are, uh, are back my, in. My favorite friend over in District 5 is back uh-huh. in. Mr. Stewart, Commissioner Stewart. Commissioner Stewart in District 3. That was the closest one and drew the most people voting. Well, Nicolette Springer, she had an, she really worked it. And, uh-huh. uh, and it's a shame that the young guy didn't. Oh, I was about to fall into that trope. <laughs> That someone stole votes from someone else. Because I always hate that when people I mean, say that. Because as a Canadian, you could have multiple parties. You're not stealing yeah. votes from anybody. It's not really stealing votes if you if you wanted the other person to yeah. win. I but I know what you're saying. I stopped anyway. I didn't say it, so we're fine. <laughs> uh, Dr. Phillips is going to open their Steinmetz Hall in January. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw it on the front page of the paper. I'm excited for this. This is the. It looks beautiful. It, it does. It looks gorgeous. Like, yes, inside. I'm so mad at them, but I'll that say thing it's, cost like. $600 million, right? Or something crazy. Something about that, because it's going to be acoustically perfect. That's what I hear. Right? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> it's floating. They made it. The, the building is like surrounded with a rubber seal, John. And I've seen it. It's like a foot wide. And it keeps all of the outside vibrations and noises from coming inside. So everything you hear in the concert hall is going to be, you know, from within. So when Brendan's in the back burping and farting, it's Brendan. <laughs> I did not that's, the people outside. That is what I thought of. He's like, oh, <laughs> God, everyone's going to hear me fart. I'm excited for it because it, it brings, like, that type of uh, yeah. uh, show, I shouldn't say show, that type of performance, yeah. like, to the next level because, like, that's important to folks that like opera and symphony and ballet. Yeah, and whoa, but they're also getting some really, like, Jennifer Hudson's going to play there. All in right. January. Leon Bridges. All right. Like, I would go hear Leon Bridges yeah. there, even yeah. if I am mad at Dr. Phillips. I mean, that's the, and, and going back to our first conversation about shootings downtown, like, you know, you wouldn't hear the gunshots. <laughs> Is that what That's not what I was going to say. But I think, you know, those are, the people also that go to those proof. shows, you have to you have to make them comfortable coming downtown to come see ballet. And so it, it yeah. goes back to solving that problem. That's why they're nervous. That's why they're nervous. It's yeah. the only reason the city's really nervous is because it's affecting, you know, money people from coming downtown. That's important though. You got to worry about those things. Yeah, I know. But you should just be worried that it's people hurting it's each true. other. It's true. Right. Yeah, but they'll they'll draw crowds. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not concerned that people won't come not downtown. Either. Orlando Ballet is going to do something with Philharmonic, and I should say I need to apologize. But I and uh, I need to apologize because the ballet sent me a story saying uh, that they were going to be the very first performance, but I but they're not going to be. They're not going to be. No, no. Who is? It's uh, I, I really don't know. I didn't read that far, but I wrote a story <laughs> saying that the ballet was going to well, be I the I thought I read that story somewhere else, too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they said they booked it, but they don't know the date yet I think or they something meant like it's that. their inaugural, inaugural performance, you know, in there. But, like, who cares, Orlando Ballet? You tricked everybody. Yeah. Now I look dumb. 
What else? Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. COVID booster shots are now available at the library. Oh, there's really? New, yeah. There's a new vaccination spot available now at the airport. Oh, no. I meant the li- airport. Oh, the airport. I don't know why I said library. All right. That's my bad. I think I saw it when I was at the airport that oh. they were they were giving them out if you wanted it. Yeah. like for It's meant for newcomers. You just get in here, get your booster shot. It's, it's a good free. idea. Happy to give it to you. Uh, Orlando's just held a press conference to announce a massive new stadium concert. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The Beatles are reuniting. There. Well, that's what they made it sound like, John. I'm major rock concert is what they kept major saying. Major rock I, concert. I was in Canada, and I saw this on, like, Sunday, so I'm like, all right, this is a big deal. Do you know who it's going to be? Uh, I do. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's just playing you know here. Like, I got it's nothing just... against Billy Joel. I no. like Billy Joel. I'll listen to a Billy Joel song. I will. Scotty makes me. Yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, Scotty loves that bar. Time. It plays, you know, the song. Uh, obviously, millions of albums sold. People love him. But, like, to ma- call it a major rock show. And he just played and he Amway. he just played here. And, but, and then, so, it was so sad. I, I was watching. Just played here. He's played here several times. <laughs> Because I know this, because I covered the last time they yeah, made a major announcement. Made a big, you can't the just hold a press conference every time Billy Joel's going to be playing a concert here yeah. in town. That's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, and I know they're and excited. It's not even like the they're first. very excited, John, about all the renovations they've done at but, the Campy World Stadium. They wanted to reveal it. Like it's more about that. But that's not what the announcement was. The announcement was <laughs> not check out our beautiful new stadium. We have someone booked. It was check out. Our, this, we have a major rock major rock coming. show that is not yes. a major rock show. Yeah, and like it's not even like they're the first one coming back from COVID. There's like other ones that are already planned because there's like a Death Leopard one, Motley Crue, that has been rescheduled, and uh, there was I don't another even one. Know if he's, I brought this up on Jim Colbert. Is he even selling out shows? Who? Is he gonna, Billy Joel. Is he selling out stadium shows? Is he going to sell out the it, Camping World? I stadium? think he will because no you got a bunch of people that'll no go. We gotta anyway, go. Let's go we to take break. a break. Let's eat some food. Yeah. Screw Billy All right. Joel. Piano man. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company will release the Captain Albertson Ale on November 10th. This special brew honors the man whose generous book donation started our library 100 years ago. Proceeds benefit friends of the Orange County Library System. Flash photography will be presented by Melrose Center Instructors on November 11th. You'll learn how different types of flashes work and how to use them to achieve professional results. Do you want to feel confident, prepared, and ready for a solid job interview? Come learn from library databases that can help you get the job you want. Improve your job interview skills is on November 12th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly NZN update. Enzine is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. 
Enzi and screening a bunch of goodies in the coming weeks, including Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal. Uncomfortable Brunch is screening Antichrist, which is a weird movie about Willem Dafoe trying to treat his crazy wife in the woods after their son dies. Next up is Tommy Boy on Tuesday, Ratatouille on Thursday in Winter Park Central Park, and the 23rd annual Central Florida Jewish Film Festival is on the 13th through the 15th. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup blah 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 movies from the dewitt law firm it's the official attorney of bungalower and the bus it's mo dewitt and this is mo in a minute hey mo what if i'm in an accident in a parking lot can i still sue if your vehicle is hit while in a parking lot, of course you can still sue the at-fault driver. You know the, the problem often becomes that those people drive away and then you have to locate who that is. So again, in this situation, you want to go in and see if there's any video surveillance who may have caught the person or captured the person's license plate who did bump in or damage your vehicle. That way, you, you don't have to come out of pocket to make those repairs. You can get their information, get their insurance information, and make a claim against that driver who hit your vehicle. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Okay, y'all, we're hanging out at the Swirlery Wine Bar in Soto District, and we are wrapping about something really cool that's coming up uh, with my friends Melissa and Andres. Guys, can you tell us what we are doing here? What is this event? Uh, well, hey, this is Andres Martinez. I'm the president of the Heroes Hope Network. And what we're doing is after the Orlando Veterans Day Parade on that Saturday the 13th. Okay, the big parade downtown. Correct, correct. We're going to be hosting the high-profile mixer afterwards. I don't think there's ever been like a mixer after party for the Veterans Day event. I, I'm really curious about how that came to be. Yeah, no, great. Actually, uh, we teamed up with uh, Melissa over at Swirlery. Hey, girl. Hey, everyone. And we just kind of took the idea and ran with it. Okay, Melissa, was it whose idea was this? Um, it was kind of a group effort. In all actuality, I had like a vision about it, like on an airplane going to Colorado. Like what? Yeah, I was thinking about a great way to um, help the local community here and help the veterans and the first responders. And um, Andres is leading up an awesome organization, Heroes Hope Network. And uh, I just I had a vision that we could raise money and help the community. And then and you hopped in, you were like, yes. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, we've known each <laughs> other for some time, and so it just made sense for us to go into a partnership and make it work. It sounds like you vibrate at that same creative frequency, right? So it was easier just to pick that up and run with it. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the event. What does it look like? People come after the, after the parade. Mm -hmm. Where is it? So it's over in the packing district, um, and it, um, it's basically a, like a wine distribution center. So it's got that warehousey vibes to it. Okay. Uh, and so what we're gonna do is I like gonna, a warehouse party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're gonna have some amazing sponsors that that are coming out. They're setting up tables, so we're gonna have like an area for people to walk through, see some of the silent auction items that a lot of the partners here in the Soto District and around the area have given to us so graciously. And so we're like really gonna look forward to setting it all up, having wine tasting. We're also going to have a master sommelier if, uh, if Melissa wants to Ooh. talk about that Yeah, we're going to have one of our uh, local master sommeliers, uh, Brian Koziel. He's going to be there pouring wine in the wine cellar, so he'll be pulling some epic, iconic wines for the group to be tasting that day. You're a ma aren't you a master sommelier? I'm actually an advanced sommelier working to be a master sommelier. 
on the way. I like that. Yeah, still on that nine-year journey. Woohoo! <laughs> Is that how long it takes? I've been after this for nine years. I, I think that's like right when you opened, too, you've been working on it. Well, six years here, so a little bit longer. Six years! Six yes, years six. Old. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. All right. And then where can people get tickets? Where can we find out information about Vino and Vets? Yeah, uh, so we just created a website. We're also on Eventbrite and uh, on Facebook as well. But uh, the website is super simple. Vino, V-I-N-O, the letter N like November, Vets, V-E-T-S dot com. We have it in our event calendar on bungalore.com slash events. If that's even easier for you, don't want to spell anything out, you can just head over to our event calendar and click on it there. Uh, what is there anything else that people really need to know about this event? Should they... Well, I think it's important for them to know um, the cause. So, okay. you know, what we're trying to do is help some of these veterans reintegrate back into society, especially after everything that they've been through, uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, and more, and some of the older generations, too. So we're trying to find holistic methods and approaches as to how we handle the healing that they need. Right? What does that look like? Because it, you're looking at treating not just PTSD, but just like also and how suicide, to... And suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And high anxiety and things like that. And so the way it looks like is there's a mixture of talk therapy and a holistic approaches. Okay. All right. And later on down the line, we're also looking at psychedelic alternatives like ketamine or MDMA or other um, other options that people may not be aware of okay yeah i love that yeah. like and that, is that the, that's the holistic approaches yeah yeah and that's and well aside from what's happening now so diet exercise which is right now in the forefront what we're uh, pushing the most because the psychedelics are still taking some time to actually convert into something um in business wise it's so tough on when you're you know some of these soldiers when you're over there you you get made into this I don't want to say machine, but you're tough. Like they toughen you up like on yeah. purpose because you have to be tough well, to do the to. gig. Yeah. Right. But then you come back and it's and it's breaking no down those barriers. Yeah. It's no longer a gig. Yeah, so, yeah. so all those barriers are still up and it must be so hard then to deal with everything that you've seen and done when you were abroad being of service. Right. Or even Not even if you were abroad. Right. Okay. So, uh, you know, what I've learned is a lot of these veterans actually have a lot of trauma going into the military. Wow. And then they, it gets compounded in the military. Okay. Right? Because of traveling, because of deployments and things like that. And so what we're trying to do is really kind of get these people unstuck. Right? And we, and talk therapy is one of the best ways right now that we're able to help them. Then we help them with their gut. And then we help them with their soul. And then we help them trying to kind of uh, go within and really find who they are and remember who they are. Wow. Is this like integrated medicine stuff? It basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. All right. Yeah. I, I'm so interested to hear more about Heroes Hope Network if people need to start Googling and get to work, guys, because yeah. it sounds like such an interesting organization. It totally, you know, I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at. And, you know, some of the people that partner with us that I'm going to mention next are, you know, I'm very excited to be with. You know, so, for example, um, one of our main sponsors, Cape Canaveral Weekly Rentals. We're also with the Marifactors. We also have companies like Fluent, Cannabis okay. Dispensary sure, on board, sure. right? Uh, Living Well Wellness Center, Soul Ground Rising, Pay lost our wines are with silk uh, road wines we also have betrand wines uh i think progressive is in the mix is that correct yeah progress wine group is also in there uh bottom line clarity and christian financial just to mention a few that's a good lineup of sponsors guys vino invest taking place november 13th 6 p.m and it's gonna be a warehouse party <laughs> and you're helping people it sounds great perfect yeah that's right thanks guys Thanks. 
Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the hate-filled stranger that pooped on your lawn, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. I feel like that's everybody who goes to your house. <laughs> Not me. I don't I don't know why the world's so angry at me. Do people poop on your lawn? It's or been they a long time. Pee? It's been a long time. Nobody's yeah. done either of those things. Oh, well, pandemic. During the, yeah, yeah, thanks to the pandemic. You're like blowing all over me right now. I am? Are you okay? I'm good. You what just do you had mean? some mezcal. What do you mean blowing all uh, over you? Like, like the wolf ah. on, my, on my little stick house. Well, I can tell you I've been COVID tested like a hundred times because I went to Canada last week. So Canada, I'm good. Canada don't play. Oh, yeah. They don't play. They don't play. They, I had to have my Vax card yeah. everywhere I went. That's what happens when the government is paying for your health care. That's true. They don't mess with it. That's very they true. <laughs> That's very true. It was no, good, though. It was nice. No mistakes taken. Uh, here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We are in the North Quarter tonight, uh-huh. hanging out at Reyes Mezcaleria for the James Beard Foundation's Taste America event. Yeah, uh, They're highlighting local chefs all around the world. Speaking <laughs> of food, we should talk about this Michelin thing. Yeah, Michelin's coming to town. Yeah, they are. It's a big deal for people in the food world. They're a tire, a tire company, yeah. <laughs> European tire company. They that- do more than tires. Apparently, and they they released a guide, a series of guides. Uh, yeah, Michelin star review. You've probably heard this. Like the top is a three star review, right? Uh, yes, yes. I'm pretty sure three is like the top. I for think that it's one. five. I think it's three. Okay, maybe it's five. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. we should I'm look. I'll look guy. it up. Um, it's a big deal to get Michelin reviewed, though. It's a big deal. They have never come to Florida. They mostly nope. focus on Europe. I think it's Chicago. San Francisco, New York, and maybe Dallas. And visit Florida has brought them to the state. Yeah, as I would much like as to know trash for how talk much. About visit Florida. That's exactly what they should be doing. Okay, I want to know how much they paid though. Well, right? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be expensive because I bet you they're underwriting the cost of the guide. Could I be. would assume? But it's 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 uh, Tampa, Miami, and I, I guess Orlando falls into that too, right? Yeah, it's not like all of Florida. Yeah, it's just um, that's great. Those three geographic. I mean, there's a lot areas. of great restaurants in Florida that ought to be highlighted. Yeah, well, and just like what we were talking about, with James Beard. We love the foundation. We love the work they do. That yes, they're hosting James Beard is hosting an event here locally, but we've never had a James Beard award winning chef. No, I think from the state. I think somebody was nominated. A few we've years had multiple no- nominees. Uh, Kathleen Blake, and I don't know if they've Rusty gotten Spoon super downtown. far into the process. Though, no, have they? Uh, I think. The Petrakuses have been high yes. up there with, with yeah. Ravenous Pig, but they've never won. Uh, so, uh, you know, all we should be trying to get all those people here to focus on it. And food tourism is such a huge uh, boon. Is. And that's what people want to come do. They want to come eat weird and wonderful things. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. did you find out how many stars? No, there? my phone's being slow. All right, we'll I'll figure it out. Orange County Public Schools just, really, just removed a r- racy graphic novel from their circulation. Yeah, they did. Did you hear about this? Nah, yeah, this isn't the first time this... It's a memoir, isn't it? It's not even a novel. It's, it's it a, a graphic novel? novel. Okay, it's a graphic novel. It's a You're comic right. book, you know, and based it's on somebody's based life. Based on it's someone's experience. Gender, gender queer. Yeah. I could say it, I guess. You no, I just couldn't remember that, it. Uh, <laughs> by Maya... <laughs> How dare you? I can say, say gender queer. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> by uh, Maya Kubabe. And it explores the author's own journey to exist out of the gender binary of man and woman. You know, uh, like living a life yeah, in between is, the two. I'm sure there's hundreds, dozens, I don't know, you know, kids that are going through this same thing. But you don't know what it is. You see it in the cartoons already. Like if you're watching, 
If you're watching uh, Steven Universe, great cartoon. I don't know what that is. These spacey characters kind of live outside of the gender norms. You know, like two, a man and a woman will join to create something that different. This it's whole just, idea of banning books is just crazy to I me. I get it, but did you I hear don't. why they banned it? No. Okay, because there's a, there's a part in the book that talks about masturbation okay. and strap-on penises. Okay. Right? And so, and it was just very graphic. Talks and about And it's in or... an elementary school library. All right? right. I think it was elementary school. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I guess I could see that. I mean, I'm sure so, there's age appropriateness. There right? is. And and just be, and I'm sure there was like a book sorcerer or something. Like somebody looked at it and was like, ah, oh, it's a comic book. We're fine. You can't do that anymore. Graphic novels are generally now very adult in nature. I agree it's not for younger kids. Yeah, I agree. If you're talking about masturbation. But if you're like 15, 16, 17, 18, first of all, I mean, this is a world where you can basically Google anything. So. You can. You can. It's within fingers. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't talk about that. Uh, the author says, you know, because there's been calls for censorship concerning her work before. Uh-huh. And her response, I saw this on another article, queer kids need queer stories. Okay. And as a queer adult... You know? Wait a minute. What? Super queer. <laughs> that should be my name. Super queer. There are moments where, like, if I was younger and known that it was more of a thing, I probably would have had a healthier uh, totally. young adulthood because I was crazy. I did whatever. Yeah. Like, and who do you, you think? I just talked about going and being crazy in Quebec when I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, who who is the person that's going to seek out a book like this at a, at a high school library? Well, it's somebody who wants to learn about it. Yeah, but also kids that want to see pictures of people masturbating. You know, but, like there's a... Literally. Like, you, you know that... Okay, wait. But if you own a when phone we, or a computer, we had a you copy. can see all that. You well, don't need to see it in a graphic novel could. where somebody draws it. But you don't. maybe you don't have a phone. Maybe it's easier just to go to the library and you can pull up this graphic novel and you see it. There was, What was the... There was an old... In the 90s, there was a movie about... Aliens, and it's like this alien Species? girl. Spe- you knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> Did you read the book? Uh, no. We had the book in our library yeah. at, at elementary school. and I, right. So I was like in grade eight, and I remember all of us taking that book out because they were all having dirty alien sex, and we were all sharing it and reading it. At least you're reading. I mean, that's better than <laughs> nothing, right? <laughs> I mean, you tell all these kids, oh, you're on your phone all day. These kids are reading been. a book. It was... That it was smut. It's smut, you know. And it's does that. So are those Harlequin novels. So is Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I mean, but once again, I know there's things Fifty that maybe Shades of Grey be. in an elementary I don't know. school library. Oh, that's a bad example. Yeah, but like, I can't believe I'm making this argument. But so like, I saw somebody write. You know what happens in Romeo and Juliet? Those are little kids, basically. They're not reading that. They don't read Romeo and Juliet until high school. But they kill themselves in high school. Suicide. Should we be promoting that? We do. Everybody I, reads I it. know. And you read about how it's a dumb way to <laughs> do it, you know? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, know either. Banning books Stop. is crazy I actually didn't me. expect us to talk about this. All banning right. books, yes. I don't I don't get it. I'm not saying ban it, but I'm saying but maybe it doesn't have a place in an elementary school library. I don't disagree. Library. There's age appropriateness to certain yeah. things. All right. Without context. Just like if a kid is going to watch a TV show, and if you're a good parent, I would assume... You're going to try to talk to them about something they saw on TV that might be hard for them to process. Because you have to give them stories in the Bible yeah. too, so, so we could we could go on. Yeah, and they're on not about talking those. about strap-on penises. No. Like 
So like <laughs> that kid might need to know what that's about. They need that interpretation of what they're seeing. Oh my god! I don't know what I got here. Is we it a little brownie? It's called Pando Muerto. Okay. Pando Muerto. Is that, is Bread it? of the Dead. It's for Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. It's Thank you so much. It's a brioche with anise and sugar on top. So ah. I would have it with your coffee tomorrow morning. All right. Because we're going to be hungover. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pondo, Pondo Muerto. Yeah. Speaking okay. of the school district, do you want to talk about this OnlyFans woman um, or not? No, let's talk about it. I had it here somewhere. Go I'll, ahead. I'll give you the rundown from what I know. I, uh, so there was a woman who was a volunteer at the Orange County Public Schools. And I don't know what school it was, but I, I want to say it was younger kids. I was trying to get John Rife to talk about this last week, and it didn't happen. All right. So, so she she was a volunteer, and uh, on in her personal time, she has a OnlyFans account, which Brendan and maybe you want to explain what that is. Basically, adult videos, adult content. How dare you? Right, and you pay for it. And it you subscribe to, to what they do. Con- it doesn't even have to be adult content. Typically, it, it typically is, though, right? Typically, I'd say 80% of it is. It's people, like, you pay to see more. Yes. You know? like yeah, you, yeah. It's like a peekaboo lounge. Yes. Yeah, 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 like you. So she had a uh, and it's generally sexy like account, s- right? Stripper videos. That's a good way to describe yeah. it. Sexy account. Yeah, sexy account. And so the Orange she County Public School said, we don't you want you to be a volunteer no more. Yeah. And and so she, someone complained. Somebody complained. I don't know who. Another mom eh, or dad. A mom you don't with know. ugly boobies. You don't know that. Was offended, you don't know that. But I know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, someone was threatened. So they said you can't be a volunteer anymore. Uh huh. What do you think about that? So this is the exact same conversation we're having about. Where this is this this is the same school of conversation we're having. About the books, right? Okay. Is um, what should kids be exposed to? And I'm assuming the people who are making the decision to not let her volunteer are saying maybe her behavior is too sexy, you know, yeah. to be around. And, these and her argument minds. is it's totally separate. What I do in my private life is not what it's, I do right. at my school. That's all well and good. I don't know. I don't I'm know a her. Torn. Like I get it. Like I get those should be separate. I mean, you know, if you're a good, if you're a great volunteer and you go to school, and and should it matter what you do in your private life? But then, like on the other hand, is it a privilege to be a volunteer? Yes. Do you have to follow some rules? Yeah. And, you and, do. And she I've done it. She I've, wasn't doing anything illegal. She passed. She wasn't hurting anybody. They Nothing. have. What everybody talks about is that they have this volunteer screening process for but Orange County Public Schools. I don't think there schools. was anything specific about what she was there doing. There isn't. There's nothing codified about the yeah. volunteer things that says that you can't do that stuff yeah. and be a volunteer. Uh-huh. They have a basic background check that we actually, when I was running that local nonprofit, the art nonprofit, yeah, I've we would use check. that check for our volunteers because yeah. it was free. If you're cleared to work as a volunteer at the schools, uh-huh. then you're okay to work with us. Yeah. That's what we would do. And yeah. it would happen, and then they would, you know, if they wanted, they could also pick up with the light, with the school system. And they were okay with it. We didn't just make that up. We asked them first. Um, that being said, they are making up a special circumstance rule, that, which is not codified. It's uh-huh. not written down anywhere. And that's not okay. Yeah. I you wonder know, if... Because wa- if she had known that, she might not have started doing it. Exactly. And then gotten involved and loved doing it, fallen in love with the volunteering. And that's sad. I wonder, when it's I wonder if school. there was a conversation before it became like, oh, like you can't be a volunteer anymore. Like, hey, 
Like, yes, we understand what you're doing. It's fine as long as it doesn't interfere. Like, I don't, I don't know what that conversation was like from the school district with her, or was it immediately you can't be a volunteer no more? I because when, that's before what you was. say anything, Brendan, I want to say one other thing about this. Like, like, is there another side to this where, let's say I was part of a, and I don't want to compare the two because I don't think it's the same. But let's say I was part of a, 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 so like a hate group strong or something whiskey. like that, yeah, okay. or a white supremacist yeah, yeah, yeah. group. But what I did at the school was was totally separate from my online views of whatever. Is that okay? Unless, John, unless it's written down uh-huh. as a preemptive thing that you cannot do, I'm yeah. not okay with them saying no. Okay, I'm not. And I and once again, I don't want to. I don't want to compare having a to sexy OnlyFans with a hate front. group. And so this kind of ties into something else I want to talk to you about. So there's and I, we can't talk about it too loud because mm-hmm. they're here. Um, <laughs> what is it about Reyes? No, there's a local restaurant. Okay, so a woman has she just had a baby eight months ago. She hasn't been out of her house for eight months, and she brought her eight month old. She called ahead of time yeah. to this restaurant, made a reservation uh, to bring her child and her husband out to this restaurant uh, and have dinner. And she was very excited. Made the reservation. Everything was great. She showed up. They were sat. They were halfway through their dinner, and the restaurant owner came over and said, "Oh, we have a son, a seven under seven rule. Oh, okay. if your child is under the age of seven, they're not allowed to be in the restaurant after seven o'clock." Which they said is like a big thing. We have it on our on our website. It's not on the website. It's gently suggested in their Facebook. Uh, and the girl took to the foodie forum, Ricky Lee's foodie forum yeah. on Facebook, to say, you know, I, I'm not attacking them. I had a great experience, but I was so embarrassed as a new mom. And, it, you know, first time out of the house, you know, it was just a weird, just well, awful how, how, situation. I, mean, I don't know if this matters. How was the baby acting? I guess not a problem. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like, I guess so it was lightly. So, this goes back, Brendan. <laughs> This goes yeah. back to the salad issue that they had at, <laughs> at uh, unless uh, it is written and in your no, face no. and on a sign. Like, the, how dare you? So, so when I say the salad thing, well, Houston's or uh, Hillstone, Hillstone, yeah, yeah. So, so this goes back to that, and, I, and what I how I'm going to compare this is oh, you have you have a, I'm drinking this you have much. a baby, you know, you've gone out. Uh-huh. If it's if it's not making a, a a scene, if it's not crying the whole time i get it if it's bawling and you're at like a really nice restaurant and they have a rule or whatever and even that you could you could argue it but if if you're at a restaurant baby's acting okay husband's okay you're okay who cares and and, and then you're the manager and you go make like a stink out of this and now this person takes it to another level not i'm not calling her out i'm saying like she says look like i felt embarrassed you've created more problems as a restaurant rather than just saying you know what Normally wouldn't allow this. You can stay; it's fine. Yeah, but just or like even in like the future, as they're leaving, just yeah, be like, you know, I don't. We actually yeah, have a policy. Exactly. You guys were great, but next time yeah. we'll try to make a reservation. And you, and, so it and now happen. this wouldn't be an issue that That's you and I are talking service. about on a radio if show. You're, if you want to know more about it, yes, we're vague booking. I'm not. I don't want to call them out because it's not about them. I just found that the situation interesting, uh-huh. and I just want to know. What I, you, well, you know what? I don't have any kids, so I I've, I don't have this issue. But yeah. like. Whenever I'm on a plane and kids are like bawling, I usually just laugh. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you do? I do. I think it's funny. That's like, how you're gonna live forever. I'm sure the parents you don't get I'm stressed. Sure the up. parents are not happy. You know, they're stressed. Baby's stressed. Oh, embarrassed. They're embarrassed. They're, they're like, just oh, we're those people. Yeah, like you never cried on a plane when you were a baby. 
your ears need to pop, you know? Babies can't pop their own ears. I don't know. Just chill. Everybody needs to chill. Uh, Orlando Magazine just announced the winners of their 2021 Dining Awards. All right. Congratulations to Chef Wendy Lopez, of whom just made our, our dinner tonight over here at Reyes, Reyes Mezcaleria. It's very good. She was I, I, uh, I encourage chef. you to come here and get the whole fish, which I got on my birthday, which was delicious. Uh, Bombay Street Kitchen was named number one best new restaurant. Really? I haven't been there yet. It's good. We went there. I, I had a great time. The service, they were just very short-staffed. It was earlier like on everybody. after reopening. Nobody wants to work. That's what it was. And they, But, like, you don't even have somebody on, on the front of the desk to say, you know, we need more time. You can't be seated. It was just like a self-seating free-for-all, oh. so it was kind of crazy. Is, is it because nobody wants to work? I'm working twice as much as I used to before the pandemic? <laughs> Are you working a lot? I feel like it. I'm working Seems a lot, like too. It. It's so much. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Orange County Library System just released a new beer. Yeah, tell me about this. Okay, they're doing I mean, it. You had me at beer. <laughs> it's in collaboration with the Ivanhoe Park Brewing they Company. They should hide them around the library. <laughs> I actually got an email from them specifically that said, can you please add that we're not selling the beer at our location? Oh, and, and they're giving it, it away. They're just <laughs> <laughs> I would like that, though, if it's a treasure. I would love that. Dollar. They won't do it. Um, it's in honor of Captain Albertson. Who donated his personal collection of 12,000 books to the city of Orlando back in 1921, so 100 years ago. Wow. Uh, this month, I guess. All written in feather pen back then. Oh. <laughs> Who knows? And he, uh, it launched the whole library system with nice. this collection. Yeah. And that was followed by the Cirrhosis Women's Club, which donated a bunch of books. Do you think they still to. have some of those 12,000 books? They have some, but they're not taking good care of them. Well, From what I, mean, I hear, books are fragile. They are, but if this was the original collection that launched, you know, 15 different branches here, I would like if they did something a little special yeah, to preserve them. But it's a good thing to wear out a book. That means you're using it. Yeah, I think some have just disappeared too. People I'm sure. like they just walk away. Yeah, they check it out. They're not they don't in come circulation, back. and they're not. You know, they're actually in a special. There's a room. It's the Albertson room. You can get it as a conference room. Nice. So you can just help yourself. Sounds like it's haunted. It probably is. Uh, you can get the special beer after the tenth. Where can I get it? At Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company. Uh, uh, limited edition run. Should it sounds like it's going to be really yummy. Don't ask me what kind of beer it is. It's like 5% alcohol. Yeah, regular beer. Yeah, like a White Claw. Nice. Uh, Cows and Cab is happening on the November 13th. The Lombardi's Seafood just shut down their cafe. Brendan, we got to go. Brendan, we got to so go. Much. We talk too much. Uh, thanks so much to Reyes. Thanks so much to everybody else. We're out of time. Love your face. See you guys next week. <laughs>